This episode of Pondering Nerdcast was brought to you by GamingRebellion.com. Join the community today at GamingRebellion.com, where it's more than just games. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to the Pondering Nerdcast. This is episode 38, and with me tonight is Alyssa Spector. Hey guys. And Nate Rowe. Hadouken! <laughs> and I am your other host, Lance John. And uh, Dwayne was upset that Lupe Fiasco won in the Street Fighter tournament, so he went to cry somewhere. And um, <laughs> all sure, Yes. <laughs> well, supposedly it was staged. I, I I have a feeling it was staged. I you know um my I'm only saying this because of my personal experience with artists, rappers, mm-hmm. and singers and stuff like that, most of them, most of them are technology, like techno- uh, technologically, uh, technologically illiterate. And um, that's why they keep getting hacked. <laughs> um, and also most of them don't have time to play games unless you're Snoop Dogg's because, you know, you're just that rich and you just do whatever you want now. <laughs> so, well, you um, know, I mean, with Street Fighter Five coming out though here recently, it's really revived a lot of people wanting to play. And Street Fighter is one of those games though that, because um, there are different types of gamers, and I know one personally that if it's not Street Fighter or Dark Souls, like he doesn't really play anything else. Right. <laughs> and yeah. uh, Street Fighter is one of those games that. Um, where somebody might not play anything else when they do have time to sit down and play a game, they kick the shit out of their friends in Street Fighter. So I don't know. I mean, it's possible that the rapper guy, I don't really know the situation, but it's possible that the rapper knew a little of what he was doing. But, dude, against pros, I like like guys that would play at Evo and shit. Yeah, no, nope. Yeah, and I think this guy was like the number one street fighter player so yeah nope nope don't and, <laughs> and, and then on top of that too i mean like i said i don't know if lupe fiasco actually plays games um i mean in his i believe in his first albums he did reference a lot of video games in some of his um songs um but who doesn't do that now so <laughs> i think i only know like maybe one song by lupe fiasco i didn't know if he was that big of a rapper or not he was, and then he went um, very political uh, with his career. Um, you know, so it's kind of like he's bit, a bit in limbo. I guess, he, uh, you know, he's not really as relevant as, um, uh, as you know, somebody like Kendrick Lamar or something like that. But, you know, I mean, he's he's there. Like, he can do that, but I haven't heard anything. I was going to say, I, I've honestly never heard of this guy. Like, <laughs> I never heard that name. Like, when you said that at first, I thought I knew who you were talking about, and I was like, no, I'm thinking of Pablo Francisco or something. That's what I, was, I thought at first, and I was like, nope, okay, yeah, I have no idea who, who that guy is. Who's, who's the rapper? Now I don't even know now. Who's that's the what one? I was going to say. Maybe So who's, maybe he is good at Street Fighter. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> maybe that's why we haven't heard of him because he, he oh. plays more Street Fighter than he does rap. I don't know. No, who's someone who like sampled uh the song Float On by Modest Mouse? Was that Pablo mm. Francisco or Lupe Fiasco? That was not Fiasco, no. <laughs> that's probably Pablo. <laughs> that's what I was thinking of and I'm like, oh wait, maybe that's Pablo Francisco. Yeah, I haven't heard anything new he's put out. Maybe he has put some stuff up, but I really haven't checked to see actually. 
Um, it's funny because if somebody had just like tuned in and didn't know who either of those people were, it would be like, are they talking about like 15th century Renaissance writers or like that's the names like <laughs> Pablo Francisco and Lupe, whatever is whatever. So <laughs> that's what it sounds like. Anyway, I'm sorry. It's Moving like, on. This wasn't even one of the topics. We're just kind of. Yeah, we're just, we just wanted to make fun of Dwayne. That's, and that's yep. what happened. <laughs> hey, is Pablo Francisco a rapper or is he a comedian? I have he no was a idea. rapper. Yeah. He was a rapper. <laughs> he, oh, he's he, a did, rapper. he did like a really famous song with uh, Sierra. Um, oh, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was like they were on that a football guy. field. I remember, I remember the music video back in the day, but uh, that was a while back. That was a while back. Oh. Apparently, it was Lupe Fiasco that did the Modest Mouse, that sampled the Modest Mouse song. It's the song that goes, the show goes on. Oh, okay. Uh, goes on, all right. Uh, yeah, that one. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Our singer, I'm pondering this. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. All right, so what do we got? What do we got today? We have a man he, with an extra arm. No, he didn't grow it. He built it. No, nah, he didn't build anything. So, <laughs> so some guys decided to, um, um, <clears throat> I forgot the name of the company, but I think it's a Georgia Tech professor. Yeah, Georgia Tech professor. He had the idea of making a prosthetic arm for a drummer. Um, I mean, this guy, he doesn't have, he has both arms. It's not like he's amputee or anything like that. But um, I'm guessing this is like his proof of concept to show um, that, prosthetic like uh, i guess robotic prosthetic arms are coming su in such a long way where you can play drums um i mean that's one of the you know what they're trying to show here and uh because you know f the drummers that i know and stuff like that they do talk about the you know the fine motor controls that they have to master to even be a good drummer from you know being subtle to like ramping up to like you know those really nice drum beats that we like uh, that, that i should say a lot of people like um, so, yeah, but yeah. The, the okay, as a drummer, and I can say this as somebody who's you know been a drummer for multiple years. I haven't I haven't played drums in a little while. It's it's an expensive ass hobby, but uh, <laughs> um, an arm like that. After watching the video, uh, I mean it's it's a cool it's it's definitely cool in theory, uh, but uh, it's not it's a long way off from being a third arm. Like it's more just like an attachment that can keep tempo on a different. Um, it's basically to because to the robot, the robot's not listening to the music, right? The robot's not reacting to a music to a musical piece like a drummer would, um, as far as tempo goes and stuff like that. It's gonna stay constant, right? It's gonna. It's almost like what I forget what those little things are that keep the you know the tempo box where it just has the. Mm. You know what I'm talking about? It's basically it, it's almost like a glorified version of that um, that's attached to this guy's arm. I mean, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. And like when watching it, I was thinking of other applications. Like, well, you could have one that helps a chef cook. Like, it could fucking okay. cut shit for him, or you know, like like there's a bunch of really cool applications where this could do. But you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Even at one point in the video, like the drummer has to change the tempo up because the the drumstick was off. Like so, he had to like kind of comp the drummer himself had to compensate to the tempo of the uh, the arm, uh, and you can catch that in the video. But anyway, yeah, it's it's I mean it's still an issue. It's really cool with the tech. It's it's cool to see uh, prosthetics kind of stuff coming that far. You know what I mean? Um, how does that really like? My question is is how does that work? I see the dude wearing a headband, 
is it like some neural shit? Like, is it like responding to uh, neurodes and shit in his brain firing on how to move and shit like that? Or like, I, that's what, I guess that's what I'm wondering is how that all goes down. Well, I, according to this, the the, the uh, arm is like listening or look or paying attention to how the drummer is switching between tempo and just kind of tries to match it in some way. Um, but this is like, it doesn't quite say how exactly it's watching the drummer. <laughs> maybe hmm. there, maybe there's cameras elsewhere, or maybe it can um, pick up on some sort of vibrations. Who knows? I was gonna say maybe it's an audio thing. Maybe it kind of yeah. like picks up the audio and and tries to compensate. But hmm. but yeah, it's cool. It's a cool piece of tech, you know. But I think it has a long way to come before. Like I totally see in twenty years from now. There being some like Neil Peart type drummer where he's got a you know three hundred sixty degree drum set around him and he's got two arm two mechanical arms playing by like they're attached to his shoulders but they're playing the drums behind him and he's playing the drums in front of him and yeah I could totally see some shit like that but uh, <laughs> I think we're just a little ways off from that for right now but <laughs> yeah, yeah we'll get there we'll get there it's pretty cool yeah yeah well we'll see with the third drum arm. And all that stuff. Yes. <laughs> I like to have a third arm because it'd be nice to just uh, be <laughs> better to multitask with. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I stick to my two arms. <laughs> um, well, we'll, I'll, obviously, yeah. not a, an actual third arm. It'd just be nice to have. I'm just a chick just walking down the street in Manhattan, <laughs> like, hey guys, hey everybody would know Alyssa. Hey Alyssa, <laughs> three arm chick. <laughs> Oh, but it'd be cool to just have like if and when I need it and like I have to do a shitload of tasks I could just like attach like oh, okay I'm gonna attach my third arm and uh, you know to carry some more stuff around. <laughs> so. It would be cool to like have that technology and use it in like a uh, Goro cosplay outfit you know <laughs> yeah. arm like you know two two other arms that moved and shit like you know that would be awesome anyway sorry <laughs> nerd thought of the day <laughs> i feel you i feel you uh but moving on to some more text to do that has to do with more appendages yeah just uh this is a glove there's a glove here that can um i believe the name of the glove is a uh, gyro gyro gloves yeah that, that's such an unimaginative name but anyway um but this glove, they claim, will help people with Parkinson's disease. If you don't know what Parkinson's is, I would encourage you to look it up. Um, it's pretty – what it really does, the outward uh, affliction that people see of Parkinson's is the um, the person would shake all the time uncontrollably. So it it's like, you know, there's tremors all the time. So it's hard for them to live a productive life or drive or do anything um, well. Um, and this glove claims that it can um, slow that down or, you know, make it more, um, what you call it, uh, make it more manageable so you can actually be somewhat productive or have a better, you know, lifestyle going forward. Uh, well, the art in the article, it specifically is trying to gear it towards like helping them eat or helping them really just do um, some more mundane tasks as far as like tying your shoes or um you know stuff like that like 
Uh, I mean, people uh, people with Parkinson's. I mean, Michael J. Fox is a clear example of somebody with Parkinson's that can still have a productive life for sure. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? But it's it's one of these things where it is it is very much that much harder to just do little simple tasks that that sometimes we take for granted. You know what I mean? It takes us two seconds to tie our shoes. Takes us, you know, we can take a bite of you know to eat without stuff falling off our fork, and you know what I mean? Yeah. So. Yeah, it's you know just that little thing, and and from what they're talking about with the glove, it's like handing your having your hand in molasses. So if you can picture having your hand stuck in like a really thick syrup, and mm-hmm. it just it slows your hand down, and it's pretty cool technology. Yeah, so. and yeah, you know, cool. yeah, because it's it's you know I, I I work with patients, and I work with a lot of older patients too. So in my day job, and it is you can. You do get a lot of complaints from patients. They get really frustrated that they cannot feed themselves or having to rely on someone. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And to have this glove to be able to give you give you back that ability is yeah, um, for is sure. A, is a pretty like it can mean a lot to a lot of different people, and um, you know, even to not just the person who's afflicted with Parkinson, but to their families, to their friends, you know, it, to see them be able to do that too as well can be very rewarding. Um, I would imagine. Uh, but yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's, um, I still think they need to change your name. <laughs> but, but I mean, um, it's gyro yeah. gear. You yeah. Know? Like, yeah. I don't know. That's not a, that's not a horrible name. It could be, could be worse, I guess. Like, yeah. <laughs> or is that even? Is it even pronounced gyro? It could be. Isn't that the same spelling as gyro? Like the it way that seemed, you. Would... Yeah, it is. That's kind a of different a... kind. No, I know, but I'm just saying. I like it could be totally pronounced gyro gear or some shit that's, like that. That's food. <laughs> I know, I know, but this isn't this aimed towards helping them eat. See, see. That's true. That's true. <laughs> but, <laughs> but um i don't know gyro. they could have a better 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 word than um gyro <laughs> yeah, uh i don't know they could do something like a like something to do with hands like dexterity gear or something i don't who, who know knows? i mean that's just my personal gripe I, but other than that it's amazing technology <laughs> so mm-hmm. you know i think it's awesome um, yeah. No, I think it's great, and yeah. yeah, I think it's it's yeah. yeah. <laughs> I yeah. think it benefits uh you know people who have you know severe Parkinson's or you know just dealing with essential tremors. Um, yeah. <laughs> and it's really cool how this came about too, because if you read down into the article, which we'll have in the description below. Um, it was inspired by this 103-year-old hospital patient who couldn't eat without mm. spilling food. Yeah. And so, like, the – I guess she was at um, Imperial College. I don't know where that is or, or anything like that. But, <laughs> yeah, but a, a medical stu- a student started brainstorming ideas as to, like, how to help this patient. And that's really cool. So – um, but yeah, I think this could really help. Like I, like I was kind of telling y'all before the show, my step grandmother, uh, has Parkinson's and I don't really know how bad it is or anything like that. But, uh, you know, anything that could help with little tasks, you know, like eating and tying your shoe and, uh, you know, anything like that could, could be tremendous help. So yeah. it's awesome. Yeah. I hope Euro Euro gear. Euro gear. That's what I'm calling it. Euro gear. People are gonna think it's 
it's Euro as in Europe. Though. <laughs> yeah. I Maybe. mean, actually, uh -oh. the Imperial College is located in London, so it is technically Europe. So yeah, it's you know, see, <laughs> it's 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 from over there. Well, so, Euros are Greek, I think. So yeah. Maybe, something yeah. Like that. Anyway. Well, hopefully it gets the funding that it needs and, um, you know, and it becomes a thing for um, mm -hmm. not just people with Parkinson's, but people who struggle with motor, like, you know, fine motor skills, problems and stuff like that. Um, but we shall see what the future holds with that. Um, speaking of the future. So uh, Disney, uh, this is an article you posted, Nate. Um, uh, Disney is about to do a Star Trek, uh, Star Wars. Sorry, my bad. That's blasphemy. Um, Star Wars theme park. <laughs> uh, well, it's not a theme park, but they're gonna basically what's going down is they are starting Star Wars themes attractions ah. at their park, and they're gonna be starting a. Uh, I don't think it's an actual like. I I really don't think it's its own part to the park. I don't think it's that far yet, but they are doing a stage show. The stage show is what's kind of launching this whole thing. And um, it's supposed to be doing key moments of Star Wars. And it said you'll see Darth Maul and Darth Vader and uh, Chewbacca and, you know, a whole bunch of famous characters and stuff. Pretty much anybody they could put in makeup and don't have to have the real person, <laughs> I would imagine. <laughs> um, so, yeah, like they're, they're going to have a whole bunch of different scenes kind of as a stage show. And then they're... Um, I, I would imagine that they got other attractions coming. I know there's some stuff announced in the in the article and stuff, but uh, mm. yeah, the 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 big thing right now is they were launching it with this um, stage show, and then other uh, themed attractions were coming to Disney parks. So, yeah, I want an X-wing ride. Like, I want a fucking X-wing ride where you know it feels like you're in a battle. Like that would be awesome. Like, Wasn't there already? I mean, they've. Even before uh, Disney acquired uh, LucasArts, didn't they? They already had like Disney um, Star Wars themed attractions and rides uh, in Disney World. They have a ride called Star Tours, which is basically like you're in a you're yeah. you're I think you're in the Millennium Falcon and you're like flying. Mm. So you know, first oh, that's person. Cool. Yeah, no, I, 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 I've honestly never been to. I've never been to Disney World or Disneyland. But, I went uh, when I was a kid, so. <laughs> but they had even you know even after that they've had like, they've had like stage productions. Um, I saw a video once. It was like a stage show, and all the characters were dancing. Like, uh, Chewbacca came out dancing to like Guns N' Roses' "Welcome to the Jungle," what? and then Ewok came Ooh. out. <laughs> with that size. makes complete sense. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Welcome to the jungle. <laughs> and he has like the Axl Rose bandana, and then an Ewok comes out. You gotta Google this. YouTube this. <laughs> an Ewok comes out with a guitar, and he's wearing Slash's top hat. <laughs> what the hell, man? Seriously, that sounds about as horrible as the Christmas musical. Um, <laughs> oh, it's oh, great. God. Dancing Boba, F there's a show where like Boba Fett's dancing, and I think Darth Vader's dancing. It's it's just fun to see these characters dancing. And <laughs> uh, but yeah, anyway, oh. getting back to um, this show sounds like a lot of their um, like I haven't been to Disney World in years, but they they're known for like having this show called Fantasmic 
which is uh, also in Hollywood Studios. It used to be called MGM Studios um, back then. Uh, but it's also like a big like a nighttime show with like fireworks, live actors, water effects, pyrotechnics, lasers, mm-hmm. animatronics, boat floats. I was almost going to see it, I think, when I was a kid, but then it rained that day. And so we had to go back <laughs> to the hotel. <laughs> oh, um, but yeah, it's supposed to be like a big, like famous uh, stage show they have with just like where they reenact all these different scenes from different Disney movies like Peter Pan and Little Mermaid and Snow White. Um, and I think like the climax of the show is like the big dragon, like Mickey Mouse is like fighting like uh, Maleficent uh, in her dragon form. And, you know, there's just fire and fireworks everywhere it's supposed to be cool as hell um so it sounds like this is what they're doing but with star wars and that sounds really cool yeah (laughs) i mean the the yeah what you could just a picture in your head like if you were at this show where there's like yeah like i could totally picture some awesome star wars shit you could just it would be great to see you know if you hire like you know those guys that actually do lightsaber type stuff? Like there's a guy, um, I believe he's based in New York. Uh, I watched this documentary on Netflix about like – it's called like Jedi Junkies or something like that. Mm-hmm. And these guys actually like teach lightsaber classes. Like they teach <laughs> actual like lightsaber battle class type shit. And so it would be cool if you had hired some guys like that and they actually did like live – lightsaber type battles you know what i mean for for, for uh, uh fans and stuff that would be cool but i don't know yeah, yeah i mean like I, i'm thinking of what would you guys like to see as far as like if you're walking say you're just walking around this star wars th- part of the park like what kind of things would you expect to see on display and stuff like that uh... hmm. okay for instance <laughs> for instance i'll give you a for instance what I'm thinking is the first thing that came to mind was like, you know, there's that famous holograph, uh, holographic projection of uh, Princess Leia saying, Obi-Wan, you're our only help. Uh, yeah. Like I could totally see like a huge version of that. Like if they could somehow do like a holographic, you know, image of her I, doing I, that. I think they may have done that for the Star Tours. Like I said, it's been years since I've last gone to Disney World, uh, but maybe not Princess Leia. I remember seeing like R two D two and C three PO, but I'm pr- I think they may have had a Princess Leia projection. I could be wrong. I'm gonna have to Google that later. Like that would be another thing is like I would totally expect to see a C three PO and R two D two walking around, kind of like you see would see Mickey and Goofy walking around in in uh, other parts of the park or whatever. Like I would totally expect to see a rolling working. R2-D2, obviously not with all the crazy, you know, jet engines and stuff that he had, but, you know, <laughs> at least one that could roll around the park and walk with a C-3PO and it would be this somebody in a C-3PO costume and, you know, it would be an authentic looking one and, and you know, yeah, dude, I, I could totally, totally see that, that shit going down and that would be awesome. Like, who wouldn't want to take a picture with C-3PO and R2-D2, you know what I mean? Like, that'd be awesome. Anyway. Oh, that would be awesome. I'm pretty sure they have them roaming around the park now. Um, really? See, 
Let's yeah, see, because they're they, already they're already doing they're already way ahead. Well, of like me. I That's said, they were, <laughs> they already were like I said, but they were already like Star Wars attractions um, before Disney bought LucasArts uh, because it was part of like Disney's uh, MGM Studios. They didn't just have Star Wars; they had like they had like an Indiana Jones um, attraction, like stage show. Uh, they have a whole ride called like the Great Movie ride where you're you know you're basically on like this car that's just going through like all these different um iconic scenes from different movies like you go through the wizard of oz you go through alien and you go through it actually scared me when i was a kid the part with alien because you know you're going through this tunnel like like a it looks like you're going through a sewer <laughs> i was you know i was a little kid at the time you're going through a sewer and all of a sudden like the vent above your head just, like, breaks open their steam and, like, a, a xenomorph just, like, comes out of the ceiling. Oh, see, what would be creepier to me would be, like, if you were going down this stream and all of a sudden, um, like, the like you were passing a bunch of these eggs and then the eggs, like, all started to open. Like, I that would that fucking, too. Okay, I was going to say, because that would creep me out more than a, a big one. Because, like, a big one, I would just push whoever's in front of me towards the thing and run. But, like, the little ones, you're not getting away from them things. Them face huggers, they can jump right at your face. Sorry. I mean, I, I don't know if the ride is still around. But, yeah, that it was really cool because, like, the sta- it felt like you were right in the movie, the stage sets. Like, you go through, like, Singing in the Rain. You go through, like, Indiana Jones. Um you know, going through a cowboy movie. That's a well, weird transition. Singing in the rain to aliens. Like, yeah, that would I mean, fuck with a kid's head. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, it's supposed to be like you're just going through, like, the history of movies. Um, it's what it's supposed to be supposed to be like. Um, they should have just oh. done a hard transition. So, like, mid-song, singing in the rain, like an alien bursts out of the lady's chest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just totally totally anyway <laughs> that would have been but it was a fun ride it was just it's really cool but if you're uh, you know little kids can probably be terrified by it because there's also like you know with indiana jones you're going through like a cave and there's like skeletons just like hanging around and moving and I don't know. It's it's it was creepy, but it was cool. Yeah. <laughs> the Star Wars themed one seems like it could be awesome, and uh, you know, um, it's definitely if you if you're a Disney fan and you want you're planning a trip there, you definitely are gonna have to go stop by the Star Wars shit. So yeah. sounds cool. If I ever get a chance to go, I'm definitely gonna go. That'd be the first place I want to go in Disney World. I want to go to the Star Wars themed place. <laughs> so yeah. <Yay. laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you hear that repeatedly as you walk around there. <laughs> <laughs> By the time, time you walk out of that bitch, you are so tired of Star Wars. You're like, oh, if I never see another lightsaber, yeah. I'll be good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, moving on from this one here, um, uh, we got some, uh, some, 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 some gaming news here. Um, if you own a uh, X-Bone, as um, some people have come to affectionately call it, um, which is the Xbox One, uh, will be getting a update. Apparently, uh, PS4 has just put out a test update. I do not have a PS4. I know Nate has, um, so I guess you can probably speak to that more than I can. But this is some new firmware that they're doing where they're going to like redesign. Well, not redesign completely, but just like rework some of the 
um, like over like overall dashboard navigations and stuff like that, um, which I'm not honestly sure like they needed to do anything because I do have an Xbox One and I it was like I was fine with the way things are, but I guess there's another one that needs to happen. So yeah, that's coming. Yeah, I don't know, man. PS4 they add they'll add a new icon every once in a while that takes you to something new. Like they added a whole new icon that shows you exactly what's going on with the PlayStation now and then what's going on with the free games for the month and uh, stuff like that. But as far as I know, they've never done a complete remaster of like the dashboard itself. You know what I mean? No. Um, so, yeah, that is a pretty big update then coming to Xbox One. You know, I can only imagine being used to something and then you turn it on one day and you're like, what the fuck is this? because <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. so, yeah. they say that they're, they're they're the whole firmware is like this new update is like a focus on the social management um like you can see who's already in a multiplayer game now before joining so i guess you can see if there's like space for you um which is cool um i mean i didn't honestly i'd never really found out that to be an issue I just usually send a message to my friend like, hey, I'm playing this game. You want to come? And they're like, nah, I'm playing this. I'm like, okay. <laughs> it's like, you know, but uh, I guess now this just further makes you don't want to talk to your friends because you can just now see what they're doing. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> and just completely ignore them. <laughs> like, no privacy. <laughs> like, like, eh, he's watching Netflix again. Whatever. I don't care. Um, uh, but yeah, this is, um, I believe it's out now. If you uh, update your you know xbox one so you should be seeing that coming down the pipe um real quick how big is the update does it say in the article no it doesn't say really um i mean i'm guessing it's uh i mean i had a ps3 so if it's worked like anything like the ps3 did where you just like it never really turns off you probably would never even know what size it is it just downloads and be like hey we have an update You're like all right cool <laughs> Well, um, I mean, some of them are bigger than the others, and the only reason I ask is because anything related to actual system software, hmm. it, um, I mean, that's shit, obviously, you cannot get rid of. So that is permanent hard drive space. It doesn't matter if it's 500 megabytes or, or you know, 50 gig. You right, know what I mean? yeah. That's yeah. permanent space you're never going to get back, and so it's it sucks to have to put that out on your on your consumers, you know what I mean? Cause that's less and less space that you, especially with only a 500 gigabyte hard drive. And if you download everything digitally, like I do, I'm having to toss game older games all the time just to make room for new, you know, new stuff. So yeah, that's, that's space is becoming an increasing problem <laughs> with these consoles. Speaking um, of, did you guys hear, and I know this wasn't one of our topics, but did you guys hear about the new, uh, discs that like, it's supposed to be a new, form of holding information on this like these little glass plates and it's supposed to be like these glass plates will last for like 13 billion years or some shit yeah <laughs> yeah it's a... i will drop i will drop a link to y'all a little bit later and, uh, billion years. yeah yeah yeah, I, yeah it's, it's crazy like um the and the, they're little small glass plates so i wouldn't be surprised if you know a few years from now we're seeing this as the new Blu-ray, you know, these little right. glass disc things, you know what I mean? But, uh, yeah, um, it's pretty much, uh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Um, this is, uh, it holds up to 360 terabytes of data. Um, yeah. and it's, cons they're calling it, um, 5d, 
digital data, like um, Femto's second laser, right? And I know it's very, very nice name that rolls off the tongue. Um, but yeah, it's um, it, they, they pretty much took a quartz crystal and etched information into that crystal that then you can retrieve via some sort of like optical system. I would I would imagine much like a um, like a DVD, like you burn your disc or something like that, but mm -hmm. probably much, much, much more complicated than that. But you know, yeah, I'm yeah. sure they need, you know, specific equipment to be able to do it. But I mean, again, as technology gets better and it gets cheaper, I mean, it'll just become the norm eventually to be able to do this um, or have a printer that, or, you know, or a, a drive that could do this, I guess. Um, so yeah, I don't know, man, we could totally see, see that type of shit. I mean, could you imagine a hard drive that has like, eh, I mean, they, they hold, uh, you said 350, 360. 360, 360 terabytes, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So could you imagine like a hard drive that is composed of like that? The main components is like six of those little discs in there. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, like you're talking like you would never be able to have that. You'd have a hard drive so big that you'd probably never be able to fill it in your lifetime if you had the same computer your whole life, you know, mm. like craziness anyway. Yeah, uh, it's, it's pretty, it's a pretty interesting piece of technology. So we'll, we'll see how that works out. Yeah. That's what Nintendo's going to use. I, I, I'm going to go ahead and call it. <laughs> That's Nintendo next. next games are going to come on little glass plates. And oh, all. Gonna work my on God. Exactly <laughs> it's be cool. Look, probably look cool as hell. <laughs> yeah, they look really cool. Like they, they have some, um, pictures of what they look like they already put a few things on like the holy bible um mm -hmm. the universe i think it's called decoration of human rights like yeah they actually put that on there as well and they're, they're like just right now experimenting with it and it seems to be working pretty well um so we'll see maybe apple early stages so. early stages but yeah. you know I, I can see apple trying to buy this company trying to buy this technology and put it in their uh, next product or something <laughs> Um, I, I can see them probably trying to do some nonsense like that. But anywho, uh, moving on to some uh, film uh, news here. Uh, uh, have you guys seen um, Hidden uh, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, the movie? Uh, the, uh, okay, so I have I seen bits and parts, but never the full, <laughs> ah, never the full thing. <laughs> I'm not a fan of Like, I love martial arts, okay? Mm -hmm. But there's two types of martial arts movies. There's, like, the ones where... It's just people fighting, you right. know what I mean? Like Itman or uh, Ung Bak, you know, shit like that. Like where right. it's just yeah. normal people fighting. They're just badass fighters. And then there's there's a whole style to martial art films where it's this like flying around and, yeah. you know, it's mystical and, and stuff like that. And yeah. I can't get into the flying around ones. I, I cannot take – I couldn't take it seriously when people were like – flying up the tree limbs and like balancing on it while they sword fight and stuff. It's like, dude, no, I can't take this seriously. You know what I yeah. mean? It I guess it took me out of the experience. So, uh, I wasn't a really big fan of the first one. This new one looks cool. I, that's why you were asking. I'm, I'm kind of mm. jumping ahead in the topic. I'm sorry, man. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, the, the new one looks cool. Like the whole reason we were bringing this up is because the new one's coming out on Netflix. Mm -hmm. Uh, it will also be in IMAX theaters if you want to go, uh, check it out, but it will be dropping, on the 26th, so if you're listening to this on Monday, it'll be out Friday um, on yeah. Netflix and in IMAX theaters. But and did you? What did you guys think of it? Did Did you ever watch it, Lance? Did you like it? Yeah, I watched the the first movie came out literally 16 years ago. 
um <laughs> it was, it's that old wow really um, yeah some God, had, that makes you feel old <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. some of the actors came back for this one as well um and and they um, picked up donnie yen which yeah. is always an awesome thing you know so yeah it's pretty cool right there and uh i i i believe because what you were talking about the flying around thing they called out wire work um which is a big thing for some reason in martial arts movies um i mean there there are some really spectacular work like i think the matrix to me did it the best with wire work but um you know that's neither here nor there right now but um yeah, like I, I can totally feel you on that. Like as far as it could almost be in the same category of of fantasy fighting, you know what I mean? Like, right, yeah. it's just an Americanized version of it. And I guess it just because it had guns, I I took it more seriously. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, uh, it's it you do definitely see that whole style in in um in Asian cinema. You know what I mean? Like. Uh, there's there's martial art films where like I said there's just the normal people and then there's the total like you like you were talking about wire work type yeah. films uh, and, where everybody's uh, flying around. So and, um, Michelle Yo, I'm not sure how to pronounce her last name, but she is reprising her role from 16 years ago. Um, yeah, so like she's like I think she's one of the one of the actors uh, actresses is coming back as well. I'm sure there's a few others, but I don't recognize them quite yet. But um, this one, since, you know, with today's, you know, new technology and um, how they can pretty much fake this with a green screen and just make it look, I guess, more dynamic. Um, the, the trailer looks really cool. It just bring me back. And, uh, uh, and also, there was a video game that came out of this years ago. Sure, really? Really? Yes, there was a video game that actually it was uh, this is back when they were like, you know, everybody was like all up in arms of um making a video game for every movie. Um, I played it. Uh, it was much like uh, Enter the Matrix, uh, except it was like terrible, terrible controls. Um, but I would say prepare for this movie to be about three hours long because Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon was also like three hours long. It's pretty long. Uh, you don't really see a lot of action. It's more dialogue than anything else. I'm not this one. I don't know. I mean, it's definitely cut in a way like it seems like it's more much more action packed than anything else but uh it, it should be interesting to see how they go forward with it and, and the fact that netflix is putting this out which is really cool uh well i believe they're helping you know they didn't make it but you know <laughs> we'll see mm -hmm. well, how that yeah happens. i mean you know netflix has been stepping their game up on trying to put out you know good original movies or at least movies with you know enough popular people that that they hope to draw in audiences and stuff you know what i mean like mm -hmm. letting adam sandler like i don't give a shit like people can say what they like about adam sandler but ridiculous six was the number one watched film of all time on netflix so far mm -hmm. and uh that's crazy to me because like as much shit as adam sandler gets i just find it hilarious that that's the most watched movie ever on on netflix um, and so, yeah, I think Netflix is really stepping their game up lately with uh, getting good shows and good movies uh, of their own and shit. Mm -hmm. And this will probably be no different. You know what I mean? It'll, it'll probably be whoever liked the first one, I'm sure, will love this one. Uh, so if you and, like the first one, definitely check it out Friday. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I've yet and, to see uh, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. I, that's one of those movies I need to. I need to cross off my bucket list. So <laughs> my movie bucket list. It's probably available on Netflix now, but I 
But then again, I don't I know. I think it they, is. Yeah, I think it is. Um, but if you, uh, fellas, if you want to trick your girlfriend or significant other to go see this movie, just tell them it's actually a love story, believe it or not. <laughs> so, you know. So is uh, Deadpool, but yeah. <laughs> well, Deadpool was a raunchy love story, but it's, yeah. a, it's like. <laughs> it's a rom com. It counts. Yeah, it's, it counts. <laughs> spoilers, you know. I guess. If anybody no, no has... Jessica Biel, though. No Jessica I don't know Biel. if it's spoilers, spoilers, but you kind of get the gist in the. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it, yes, he didn't, you know, uh, this movie is pretty much a, a, a love story about the you know the dangers of falling in love and being uh well a killer <laughs> so <laughs> you know yeah you know, take that from what you will you know we'll see what happens with that um next up here is some uh news about blade runner um now this is another movie that's old as shit <laughs> <laughs> uh I, I believe blade runner came out in the 80s not entirely yes. sure when exactly but um, people have been asking for a sequel for like ever. I believe this movie is older than me, if I'm not even mistaken. Like, it is a um, uh, 1980s, um, you know, cyber. I kind of call it like a cyberpunk, futuristic future, uh, starring Harrison Ford, um, where I believe his role was to hunt down, you know, rogue um, androids and decommission them or whatnot. Um, and I believe his character, I mean, it's been, like I said, it's been more than 30 years. So if I'm going to spoil the movie for you, he falls in love, <laughs> he falls in love for, for one of the, the, um, the, uh, what you call it? One of the androids and stuff like that. Um, and his job was called, he was like considered a blade runner cause he went after robots. So, <laughs> um, I think they're, they were called like replicants or something. Yeah. Cause he looked and filled in all respects like humans. So, um, yeah, they were like genetically engineered yeah, people, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, except they were like you know metallic inside and can crush your skull at the you know, and uh, it's mm. a it's a very, um, it's it's almost like it, it touched on the um, the three laws that uh, but it was Asimov that uh, came up with that in his book. Um, you know the three laws of robotics, like you know like thou shalt not kill a human, thou shalt not hurt him, or something like that, but. Um, but yeah, but people have been asking for a very, 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 very long time for a sequel. And apparently, uh, Ryan Gosling is going to be in Blade Runner. So <laughs> what Man, I want to know yeah. is why they decided to make a sequel like now, 30 years later. I don't know, man. This is, I almost feel like, I feel like I robot was the sequel and cause like yeah. based, at least based on what you, what you're talking about, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like iRobot was almost like a sequel to that because, yeah, I personally like I, I'm kind of this is my Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, like Alyssa, like that's on my bucket list to watch Blade Runner, but I've never seen it. Uh, and I have opportunity. I think that's actually on Netflix right now as well. Uh, it's either on Netflix or on HBO Go. It's on one of the the maybe yeah. stars. It's on one of them damn things. But uh, yeah, no, I just haven't seen it yet. And um, hashtag can't fucking stand Ryan Gosling's face. You know what I mean, like, <laughs> just, he's oh, such I a like horrible Ryan actor. Gosling. Yeah, I'm sure you do because you're a chick, and that he's got no, he's got that pretty boy face. But yeah, he's pretty. Name one, name that's one not... acting role that he actually he just nailed and killed. I I like that movie with 
with um, Steve Carell and uh, what's her name? <laughs> Emma Emma Stone? <laughs> Is that her name? Uh, what was it? It was in Spider Man. Oh, Spider Man. Oh, the, the actress. Um, yeah, I know yeah. who you're talking about. I don't remember her name. Yeah, so I, she has the weird oval bite. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Oh, yeah, <laughs> uh, no, no, the the one, the new Spider-Man movies, oh, the, oh, oh. like Gwen Stacy, Emma Stone. Yeah, yeah, her name. yeah. So, what was that movie with like Emma Stone and uh, Steve Carell and Ryan Gosling, where she's like. It's like what the hell? It's like you're photoshopped or something. <laughs> That's why I hate him. Is that he looks photoshopped? Like he looks <laughs> like he's too much of a pretty boy. And I, honestly, I can't stand his acting. I don't. I don't think he's a good actor. Like I just. I like him in Drive. Oh my God! Why do people keep saying that? Like Drive was a horrible <laughs> movie. Like I saw Drive and I didn't like it at all. I don't know. Maybe it was just. It, it seemed like it seemed like a Fast and the Furious ripoff kind of shit to me. Honestly, like. <laughs> I thought it was going to be Fast and the Furious from the trailers, but it was not. It was more like Taxi Driver in the actual. Yeah, movie. it was just more of him grunting a lot. And... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, I don't like uh, whatever. Fuck Ryan yeah. Gosling. Maybe that was like I'll his. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say it. Maybe that was like his um, audition to be Batman because Batman is always grunting. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, but... Oh my god! If Ryan Gosling was Batman. <laughs> I would like it's bad enough Ben Affleck is Batman. Let's be <laughs> let's be hundred percent real here. But if Ryan Gosling was Batman, sorry. I would have no respect for Batman ever again. Ooh, It'd be like Matthew Mac- of, really random. I remember the name of the movie now. It's called Crazy Stupid Love. <laughs> yeah, because oh, that sounds yeah. like a family movie I'd want to go see. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, uh but yeah, the um, so. yeah, so. <laughs> no, the reason, yeah, the there's why, no um, defending it. Like, <laughs> so like, stop <laughs> it. Sentence was like, oh, no, never mind. No, never mind. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go I'm ahead. Like, I just. <laughs> it, was like, eh, it was a thing. Uh, um, but the, re- sorry, the, the reason I, why. Um, <laughs> uh, now I was saying the reason why I brought up yeah, that we are uh, talking about this. They actually set a release date, so you got to wait another two years. For this, um, <laughs> it's gonna come out January twelfth, two thousand eighteen. So, um, it, it's fucking shit, man. Because yeah. like cyborgs, I feel like robots, cyborgs, any of that kind of shit. It's been played out so much now um, to the point where when we have all these movies like uh, Robot, and we have, uh, I mean, there's there's just countless movies of of cyborg type shits, Terminator. I mean, like so many different things. And it's it's so played out that how are you going to make it interesting? Like, how, what, are, what are you going to be doing in this movie that's going to draw us in other than showing the cool action sequences of some, you know, some cyborg thing's head getting blown in half and you see <laughs> the mechanical parts? I mean, we've seen that how many times in movies now, you know? So, like, right. what are you going to be coming with in the story that's supposed to captivate me as the viewer um, especially two years from now, like what the fuck? Like what? what, what <laughs> you you like, have to because the thing about Blade Runner, it, it's not action packed. That's that's the that's the it's a more about story. It's more about um, character development about these robots, about whether or not they can feel. Um, are they considered real or alive and stuff like that? It it kind of more explores that aspect of it. 
Um, but as we know, with any remake or a part two to anything years later, it's probably going to have more action sequences that than you need. Um, a la, you know, what was the uh, the one that recently failed at the box office? Um, uh, the one with uh, Scottish guy. I forgot his name, but it was the one that Scottish guy. Uh, the one with uh, there was a movie Arnold Schwarzenegger back in the day. He went to Mars. Uh, I forgot the oh, name. Oh, oh, oh! You're talking about Colin Farrell and Total Recall. Yeah, that, that, that uh, yeah, yeah, terribly. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I, it was I hope they don't. Yeah, yeah I sure. hope they don't Total Recall this. Um, I mean, as ridiculous as Total Recall is, um, from the '80s, um, Blade Runner was definitely the opposite of that. Like, it wasn't a re- like. I mean, it was a bit over the top, but it wasn't like over the top. It took itself very seriously. As well, well, and also, this is supposed to be a straight sequel, right? This isn't a remake. Right, like this the, is part that, two. That, yeah. yeah, that Total Recall was like a trying to be a remake of the original, and that's why people hated it so much because it yeah. was like, it's like, no, you can't fucking take away from our old movie. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Like, no, yeah, yeah. So, well, what's, so. what's cool about Blade Runner too? It's more like like a film noir kind of kind of movie because you know he's supposed to be like this hard-boiled detective yeah. uh but it's a science fiction so it's like neo noir <laughs> science fiction uh but yeah it, it is based off a book too uh yeah. blade runner mm-hmm. so i don't know how they're gonna do blade runner 2 unless there was a sequel to the book i mean or, you know maybe they didn't cover certain things who knows because like i said the, <laughs> mo- the, the first movie is pretty if you get your hands on the director's cut of blade runner um, I recommend that you watch that one because it it does go into a little bit more detail. It's a little bit a little bit longer, um, and it, it's it's not bad. It actually still holds up from and it came out in 1982. So um, yeah. So I am as old as this movie is. So yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, so now everybody knows my age. Yay. Um, and the just the the visual style of the film is great too. <laughs> yeah, very cyberpunk. Very just. It, I I feel like it's set. The president, like it just set the look and feel for movies after it. Like it just kind of like this is the standard, and everybody well, just kind of did that going forward. If you've ever watched the anime uh, Cowboy Bebop, it's very, very similar. That. Yeah, it's very much that. Yeah, it's very much that. Yeah. So. I feel like Cowboy Bebop took inspiration from Blade Runner. Probably, <laughs> <it's> yeah. <laughs> you never know, man. You never know. Uh, yeah, but uh, moving on to our last topic here, uh, Deadpool. Yay, Deadpool. Yay. Deadpool. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've I've put out one P- PSA on Facebook, uh, warning people for to not take their kids <laughs> to see this movie. Um, but you know, this, <laughs> I will <laughs> say this: like my buddy had put up a post about that. I'm so I'm honestly I'm I, I'm so tired of hearing this. I'm so tired of people posting about. How they're appalled that parents are appalled that they can't take their kids to this movie, and I'm so tired of that shit. And like uh, one of my buddies from uh, Gang Rebellion had had posted up there uh, yeah. something about you know s- something about it, and uh, I, I ended up writing back and being like the only two, the only people that should be appalled that they can't take children to this movie is Jared from Subway and the ghost of Michael Jackson. Like that's <laughs> the only two. <laughs> Oh, that's ignorant yeah no uh, but i mean seriously like yeah. it's such a dead issue about that whole that whole right. mess it's like it's yeah. rated r would yes. you take your kid to any other rated r movie 
Okay. Well, well if you I, will, then you take them to see people, Deadpool. If you won't, then don't take them to see fucking Deadpool. I did. Yeah. I did hear stories. Maybe not Deadpool. There were thankfully there were no kids in the audience at the showing I went to. Uh, but they I did hear stories. What? Oh, what? Yeah. Why? Brought, oh like, my god. Someone brought a baby and what seemed to be a seven-year-old to. Oh. Yeah. No. See, I'm the I'm the I, like I I'm too passive for this. But if I had more balls, I would just be that guy that walks up to that person and be like, "What's wrong with you? Why would you bring your your toddler to come see Deadpool? Like you couldn't find a babysitter. Like I'm not judging you and in, in your life and how you live your life and shit like that. But how are you gonna bring justify bringing a kid to oh. see somebody's head get cut off and the f word drop? You know, seventy times. I mean, like seriously, oh, people defend you know? it. Like they have seen multiple <sighs> conversations where well, people are like, "Oh my, well my seven year old was fine." I'm like. How do you know? Are you, yeah, how do you? Kids? Well, <laughs> you're you're though, a child psychologist. You know what I mean? Like, how the fuck do you I mean, know? it sucks though because there are kids that do know about Deadpool, or at least like, like you know, I I have young nephews, and they've had like, you know, they're all into superheroes, and there are toys like directed towards like little kids. Like Marvel has a line of toys and a cartoon called Marvel Superhero Squad, and right. they do have Deadpool. In it, so <laughs> I can understand it. There, yeah, yeah I, they have Deadpool in it. I mean, obviously, they probably toned them down. And you know, Deadpool's also in Marvel versus Capcom three, which you know, it's rated. I think it's rated T for teen. Because uh, yeah. yeah, so they probably just think, oh, it's just this wacky, funny character. But you know, uh, and I've actually heard a lot of comic fans are surprised that Deadpool did get an R rating in the first place because I don't think he's real. Like he's you know, he's crazy in the comics and, you know, he says a lot of inappropriate things, but I don't think he's like super raunchy in the comics or makes a lot of, you know, oh, or the comics themselves are not. I was going to say, I, as far as I understand in the comics, no, it's it's like he curses in the comics. There is right. like blood and gore everywhere in the comics. Right. Like the, that's the it's one of these it's one of these comics that's a dark comic like it's oh, not okay. it was like it was His, one of their yeah one it was basically like marvel's blowing off steam like we have to write all these kid right. appropriate roles and let's just write this fucking guy who is it's basically like their version of spawn you know what i mean like it was much. Just okay, this dark. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah like that's what i'm saying is like it, he he does and now in fairness you make a fair point uh Alyssa, that um they kind of they abuse that in the past by introducing him into stuff like Marvel vs. Capcom. Kids are going to play a fighting game, uh, or introducing him in cartoons, especially uh, you know where where he's going to be in a cartoon because they're going to associate that character. Oh, I've seen that character on this show. Yeah. Oh, you know he's got to be great. You know what I mean? So, in fairness, I could totally understand. And if you have a parent that is not informed. Then that's not, I'm not excusing them not being informed, but if you have a parent that's not informed, I could see where that would come into play. Of the kid has seen this on a cartoon, so he thinks it's going to be okay, and the parent doesn't know any better. But again, that's where the responsibility, you know, falls right. is is on the parent of knowing what what it is they're getting into. So anyway, yeah, like the, his his jokes are it's it's the thing is it's it's his jokes mainly. They for kids it's gonna go right over their heads, but he's yeah. really fucked up in the head. <laughs> you know he's a he's walking cancer. Like there's nothing really good about him. Um, like as a 
character. Like unless you know he loves you. <laughs> but other than well, that. yeah, and it's it's yeah. actually it's a really good comparison to Spawn because I remember yeah. when I was younger, Spawn was like Deadpool. Basically, Spawn was the guy that. He was like the anti-superhero. There was action figures of Spawn and there's a movie obviously of Spawn and he was a comic he was in the comics for long before that. And I remember my my cousin like I was raised in this like religious household where I wasn't allowed to play with anything that wasn't like, you know, appropriate or anything like that, you know what I mean? So, you know, I had like X-Men action figures and stuff like that. But my my cousin was allowed to get these spawn action figures and these big demon looking things and you know just yeah. satanic what my parents would con, would have considered satanic and shit like that and oh. uh, anyway well, spawn but, is yeah. a devil that's what I'm saying it's like it was it's not a movie it's not something you would take kids to see you would not yeah, take kids no. to see spawn you know what I mean well, like that was not a kid movie so and then you have but then you have Hellboy he's from hell but <laughs> people, yeah but i guess yeah. he's just he's written differently you know yeah. I mean? like it's, it's just a different setting so not, it's again he's not raunchy like spawn like yeah they, i mean even though spawn himself the character is not a raunchy character but everybody else around him is you yeah know, so. and and they're all evil and you know yeah. like spawn as far as i remember spawn isn't a i'm gonna take you to jail spawn is i'm gonna, I'm gonna rip you. your head off yeah i'm gonna kill you I'm gonna you kill know you. what i mean i'm gonna kill so, you so <laughs> uh yeah uh, and know. um and uh, deadpool is pretty much the same way as well and um you know, and there's uh, been several petitions. Like one was to make the movie PG-13, which was um, with a nice response from the Deadpool Twitter account. It was like "fuck you" and "go away" and um, <laughs> <laughs> something to that effect. And uh, there's another petition right now that they want Deadpool, the character, to host SNL, which I think would be freaking hilarious. Um, it, uh, and they'll do it. I'm yeah. sure they. Will. Like I'm sure Ryan Ryan Reynolds has said over and over that he loves being Deadpool. He loves any opportunity to be Deadpool. Yeah. And you know, if this many people want to do it, it it's obviously it could be one of SNL. Especially SNL is like, I don't know. At least to me, it has fell off. Like I'm sure there's still a, a fan base for it and stuff like that, but yeah. it's definitely not in its heyday like it it, it used to be. And uh, this could be their best viewing in years you know what i mean if if they have this people interested and and building up steam and stuff so yeah yeah uh but yeah i well i hope it does happen and um that would be probably really really funny to see uh uh, but yeah but the the warning still stands if you even if you even if a parent is uninformed about who deadpool is at least be informed about uh, movie ratings like it's rated fucking hard there's like yeah there's like there's there's posters like posted up in the movie theater as you go hey guys rated r movies are for 17 plus if you're gonna take like it, it warns you they warn you when you're about to buy a ticket like it you got a show id and everything like that like if you have to do that much to see a comic book character then something should go off in your head you know i think like, <laughs> i almost feel like the people at ticket booths that sell tickets at movie theaters, if somebody like if a parent has obviously has like a child with them going to see a rated R movie, I feel like they should be almost publicly shamed in the form <laughs> of like the person reading off this mandatory paragraph of, ma'am, you realize that the 
images viewed in this movie could mentally scar your children in the form of violence, gratuity, nudity. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like right. I would have them read this whole paragraph so they just feel like shit taking their their kid in to read to see this R-rated movie because that's how you should feel. Kids should not be exposed to that kind of shit that early in life. And I don't give right. a, I, I don't give a shit what what some other parent says. I'm not a parent. Yeah. I am not. And you know, in fairness, I'm not. But I'm, no, it's no, it's. Yeah. You know, but it's 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 common sense, man, that you wouldn't take a child to see something that it's not going to be able to process correctly. I mean, like I, I those same parents that take the, that kid to see an R-rated movie, do you mm -hmm. really think when they get home they're going to be sitting down to have some conversation about what they just saw and make sure that the kid understands thoroughly that it's just a movie? Like, do you really think they're going to take that time and patience to do that shit? No, mm, because they just not. took them to see a fucking R-rated movie. They're really going to have that sex talk because the titty, the, the, the kid just saw titties bouncing up and down in a scene. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, seriously. There, there are a few hey, of those. Hey, I have to say there's nothing wrong with kids seeing nudity. It's, 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 just, you know, I don't no. think they should see full-blown sex scene. No, <laughs> it's not something that they need to – I'm sorry. <clears throat> it's not something that they need to um, be exposed to so early. Like you you can totally uh, – kids do need to – that's a whole other issue. You yeah. Know, <laughs> Kids hey, being introduced to, yeah, get kids getting introduced <laughs> to sex education and shit. But that you know the the whole thing about that is, man, it, it's it's up to the parents. But I I don't feel like the movie theaters should be that mediator. Like I don't feel right, like yeah. R rated movies are the way to go about that. You know what I mean? It, like kids see these images and they don't. Some of it is going to go over their head, right? They're not going to really – but some of it, they, they could just be a specific scene to a kid and for some reason it freaks mm. that kid out. Um, and In fact, good example. Hook, you guys remember the this, uh, uh, the the movie Hook with yeah. obviously Robin Williams and stuff? Okay. okay. There was a scene in that movie that I hated as a kid and every time it would come on, I remember when we, we owned it on VHS and we would watch it and every time this scene would come on, I would leave the room. Because it was a scene where, like, they – this guy – like, when they were first introducing Captain Hook's character, uh, Captain Hook's like, there's somebody here that betrayed me or something. And they take this guy and they put him what they call the boo box, which is they put him in this chest and then they drop scorpions in. Oh, him. yeah, I remember, I remember that. I remember the guy, yeah. like, screaming as they were, like, carrying him to the boo box, like, no, no. And I remember just as a kid that scene – traumatizing the shit out of me. like i was like the screaming of that guy going no like that for some reason just got to me as a kid and that's what i'm saying is like kids when you go see something like deadpool yeah it you know for the adult it's good fun entertainment you know what i mean but to a kid there could be any number of scenes in that shit for real <laughs> You know that that could just traumatize a kid and make them scared as crap to go see a movie. You know, what yeah, I mean? like it's not fair. Like there's and, some sexual scenes in there that I like. I wholeheartedly feel are inappropriate for kids um, younger than 17 because they're not gonna get it. Like they're gonna see something like what the fuck? <laughs> it's like you know. Yeah, especially, and, um, especially you know I don't want to spoil anything, but like there are just some scenes like at least like okay if you see a normal sex scene you can like somewhat explain that, but 
Yeah. You know, it's Deadpool. So I'm like I said, I'm not, not going to say. <laughs> yeah. And not even some adults even understand most of the sex scenes that they were doing. So even that's, that's even that's even problematic. And like if you have an adult who doesn't even understand what's happening, you can't even explain to your kid. So it's like, you know, this is why I said, no, keep your kids at home. OK, mm-hmm. let them go watch the Deadpool version. that was on Spider-Man a couple weeks ago or something, <laughs> you know, but whatever. Yeah. But anyway, um, that brings us to the end of our show. Uh, don't forget to check us out on GameRebellion.com. We are the official podcast there. Um, there are some cool podcasts that has been added as well. You should check those out when you get your chance and everything. But listen to us first. Us first. No. Um, no. Just, just saying that. Uh, you can also find us on iTunes and Stitcher. I believe Stitcher is back up. Uh, last time I checked, they were down. Um, you know, and uh, also you can find us wherever you can find podcasts that's aggregated through iTunes, like I said before, or any directory you can find wherever you get your podcast, you can find us there. Just look for Pondering Nerdcast. And um, don't f- like, what was that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You can also. <laughs> <laughs> We're also on Twitter, yes. Um, God damn it, Deadpool. Uh, but no, we're also on Twitter <laughs> and um, on Facebook. Uh, just look for Pondry Nerds or Pondry Nerdscast, and you can hit us up there whenever you like. Um, you know, constructive criticism is also always welcome. But uh, until next time, guys, we love you for listening. Bye bye. Later. Bye guys. Peace, shells.